let me ask you this. Is there something that you should be doing right now? Like something that you know you have to tackle, you should be doing, but you just don't feel like it? Everyone procrastinates now and then. We we know this, right? Especially if it's something that you really don't want to fucking do. But putting off some of these things, some of these responsibilities can actually indicate that you're self-sabotaging, right? When you procrastinate, you're actually preventing yourself from having the time and the resources to really do your best work. And I know us procrastinators don't really believe that. But procrastination, we have to keep in mind that it is the thief of time. So let's get into that today. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Rethinking with Rosalba, a motivating, inspiring, and empowering podcast. I want to help you rethink and improve your mindset, goals, and habits so that you prioritize your happiness, passion, energy, and your overall well-being. Whether you're just starting your journey towards self-improvement or you're looking to take your personal growth to that next level, this podcast has something for everyone. So join me on this path to becoming the best version of yourself. All right, I'm going to hit you up with some facts first, okay? Procrastination is not a psychological thing. It's actually an emotional thing. It's an emotional response. Procrastination is really kind of linked with overthinking. It's when your attention gets lost in the wrong thing, right? And then we get distracted or we waste time. That overthinking makes us, or the overthinking on the tasks that we have to do really makes us ask too many questions without trying to figure out the answer, right? So we just tend to put it off. Most of the time we're asking the wrong questions and our mind kind of goes down this fucking rabbit hole and it gets us to kind of do nothing. So with procrastination, it's not really logical or rational, really. So what we need to do is break it down and make it rational. Okay, but let's get real, like, because I'm an overthinker. Overthinking sometimes has really good uses, right? Because you overthink and you can kind of problem solve and blah, blah, blah. It's when it gets in our way that it's a problem. And it can. And honestly, it most likely blocks us more often than helps us, right? So it blocks us from being who we can be and getting the things done that we should be getting done. And we know this, putting something off and making excuses and blah, blah, blah. It's just fucking counterproductive, right? It's just a counterproductive mindset that we're holding on to. And what do we tend to do? We use mindless distractions, right? Like binging shows or like the fucking internet, social scrolling, even like video game obsessions, like, or even, I hate to say this, but internet shopping, like the Amazon shopping, all of these are mindless distractions that we use to procrastinate. Now, sometimes we lack the self-awareness in this area, and this is why we need to push beyond the obvious, right? That's why it's so important. So it's vital to keep ourselves in check regarding procrastination. And I always want to talk about the root, right? Because we've been talking about self-sabotaging a lot and kind of where the root of some of that comes from. The root of this also falls back to childhood. I hate to say it. I want you to think about who taught you this mindset on procrastinating, right? Who put in your head that you're a lazy person? Now, this is kind of interesting as I was doing research on this. Sometimes the children of parents who come from a different country 
we're always taught, and this is myself included, we're always taught to be like working, right? You have to like work, work, work. You can't rest. It's like that hustle culture, right? Rest isn't allowed. And that's because, you know, like our parents or grandparents, you know, they wanted us to, they came here in order for us to have this American dream. And now we know this American dream doesn't fucking really exist, right? But that hustle culture was embedded in us. And what was also embedded in us was that your mind or our minds basically learned that rest equates to laziness, right? A lot of procrastination that we're doing or overthinking that we're doing really comes also from self-doubt. Like we don't trust ourselves. We overthink things and we procrastinate on things because we undervalue ourselves. That's where the self-doubt comes in. If you don't remove the self-doubt, you're going to always overthink. You're going to always feel like you're not good enough. You're going to always put off the project because you feel like you can't handle it. You can't do it, right? So tackling self-doubt is a big deal when it comes to overthinking and procrastination. Now, those were just some examples of like the root of where this comes from, but you really kind of have to figure this out on your own because everybody's, you know, it's individual to their own like lives. So here's how you can find your root. First, identify which trigger is stopping you from getting started on something. Like if you're procrastinating, what's the trigger that's stopping you? What's getting you there, right? Which is a trigger that's blocking you? And then what you can do is overcome that trigger by doing the opposite. And we're going to be talking about tips on how to do this at the end of this episode. But let's talk about what procrastination looks like first, like the symptoms of it, right? Because maybe you don't even know you're a procrastinator. Sometimes we make excuses for our procrastinating. So let's take a look at what this looks like. I first want to start off with saying procrastination, just like it kind of goes hand in hand with overthinking, it goes hand in hand with perfectionism. Now, I did a past episode where I spoke about perfectionism. Go check that out because there are little nuances. These are not exactly the same, but they have some similar characteristics. But let's take a look at the characteristics of procrastination and what that can look like in your life specifically, right? So this can look like chronic lateness, right? Giving up when things get really tough. Like if you just like are like, fuck it, (laughs) that could be a form of procrastination. Um, It could also look like where you create self-imposed rules that trigger or even support your procrastination. Like you just make it over fucking complicated, right? Or you make it so over complicated that you really focus on problems with the project or with the task or with the things instead of focusing on solutions, right? And this this is a big problem because you you allow yourself, this is where the overthinking comes in, you allow yourself to overthink and worry without expecting yourself to take appropriate action to problem solve. So that's one way you can kind of show up in your life. Another way is that you work on low priority tasks but you leave the high priority task ones, you just leave them, right? They're just undone. So you focus on like the little baby ones that kind of don't really matter, that are easy, and you kind of take that on because they're easy, and you leave the harder ones either last or you don't do them at all, right? And going along with this, you may be putting off those hard tasks or really any task till the last possible minute. This is like a huge, huge fucking indicator for procrastinators is waiting until the last fucking minute. And we all know this, like 
We're not, we tell ourselves we do the best work when we save things for the last minute. The pressure we're under makes us, that's bullshit. That's just bullshit, honestly. And listen, we all know this, people. This behavior wastes time, right? Or it creates like unproductive time. Procrastinators really set themselves to believe that they're like, they're convincing themselves that they can achieve things and do this and do things well by putting things off towards the end so one they're not really doing their best work and another thing is it never really lets them get ahead right it never really lets them like have a grasp on things and get ahead or make the best use of their time so those are some ways that it kind of shows up in your life let me give you some reasons on why we tend to procrastinate right so like why is it happening One is, and I think this is a really big one, one is that it's fucking boring. Like the thing that you have to do is just fucking boring, so you have no interest in freaking doing it, right? Another reason why we tend to procrastinate is that it's frustrating or it's difficult. Like the thing is just hard and you don't want to do it because you just don't want to deal with something that's fucking hard at the time, right? Another reason that we tend to procrastinate is whatever task or project or thing that you have to do, it may lack clarity and that clarity or that like confusion, you just don't want to tackle it because you want things clear. And if it's not clear, you don't want to fucking do it. Clear or unstructured, like sometimes when things are really unstructured, um, I, and I can give you an example of this. My my middle son, who's terrific in school, like great student, they really sometimes struggle when a professor gives them an assignment that's not really clear or that seems kind of chaotic and unstructured. They like the structuredness. They like the clarity. And I'm not saying that my son is a procrastinator because by all means they're actually the opposite (laughs) but i know that for a fact that they don't really want to do these projects when the projects or the papers or whatever come across that way when it lacks clarity or it lacks structure so that's one reason why we also tend to procrastinate another one actually these last two are pretty they go hand in hand and i don't think we think about these enough Another reason is that it's just not intrinsically rewarding. Like when you feel you're going to get nothing out of it, you don't want to do it because you're like, okay, I have to do this for blah, 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 but I'm not really getting anything out of it. So like, what's the fucking point? So you tend to put it off or not do it at all. And the last one is that it lacks any personal meaning to you. So not just it's not intrinsically rewarding, but It just doesn't mean anything to you personally, right? There's no connection to it. That's a big deal. We actually tend to not do the thing when we feel like we have no personal connection to it. So I'm gonna give you an example of, I am not a procrastinator. I'm the, I go the other way, right? But I, there are some things in my life that I do procrastinate on. So I'm gonna share that with you. The example I wanna give you is, Oh, posting on social media. Okay, I fucking hate posting on socials. I fucking hate it. I procrastinate the hell out of this. Now, I have to admit, I made it a goal, so I'm being a little bit better with this. But why, why do I procrastinate on social media? So I'm thinking of the reasons of why we tend to procrastinate, right? The list that I just gave you. 
It's not that it's difficult. I'm on socials all the fucking time. So it's not like it's difficult. I know how to post. I know how to hashtag. Like, it's not that. It's not unstructured. It's not that I lack clarity. So all of these things I can rule out, right? And it's not that it lacks personal meaning because I know that if I post, right, it's spreading some good tips and strategies for people and their mental well-being and their wellness. And, you know, I love that stuff, right? Where I fall flat in this is that it's fucking boring to me. It is boring to like make the Canva things and like upload them and make the captions and make like to me, I feel like I would rather just spend my time doing something else, like really. So I procrastinate on social because I feel like actually making the socials is very fucking boring to my life. And I'd rather be doing, yo, I'd rather honestly put on a fucking playlist and dance my ass off in the fucking living room than do this shit. So the thing is, I know that this is me self-sabotaging because if I don't put things out on social, how the fuck do you know what I'm doing over here, right? How the fuck am I sharing tips and strategies to help you create a life that you love? Uh, I can't. So I have to do something to overcome this, right? And I have been working on that. I have been working on how to overcome this and I'm getting a little better and I'm gonna give you some tips on how to overcome this in just a second. But I just wanted to give you an example of like, even if you're not a procrastinator as like a whole, there are definitely things in your life that you're procrastinating and we have to figure out why that is. And uh, let me just add another thing. Interestingly enough, I was doing research on this and there's this other thing called revenge bedtime procrastination, which is so fucking interesting. I'm not gonna get into it now. Let me know if you want a future episode on this, but I've never heard of this before, this revenge bedtime procrastination. Maybe I'll do like a reel or TikTok or a live or something on it on socials, but um, it's really fucking dope. So I don't know. Let me know if you want a future episode on that. Okay, so now let's get into the antidote, right? We need to get into how to deal with this shit, the antidote to overthinking and procrastinating. The antidote for it is action. I know that sounds so fucking simple, but it's like, Think of the opposite, right? Procrastination is not doing the thing or putting it off. So the antidote, the opposite, is to do the fucking thing and not put it off, right? Now, when we think about how our lives are set up, right, we do three things, one of three things, and we know this psychology-wise, right? We either fight or flight or we freeze. And procrastination is the freezing, right? So when we take action, that's like how we unfreeze, right? It's gonna build momentum towards our goals. Because remember, if you're procrastinating, you're not reaching the goals that you set out to have. You have to understand, I say this all the time, you have to get this part. You have control over your mind. You have control over your actions. But I get it. These roadblocks are not easy to solve. They get in the fucking way because there's something that's like, they're things that are deeply rooted in us, right? But they can be overcome and they can be solved. So I want to take you through the opposite actions of these triggers or symptoms, right? So first, let's say, for example, you're procrastinating because something is like really unstructured, so you can't like fucking deal with it. Sometimes our issue is that when we think of the end goal, we end up getting frazzled or overwhelmed. You kind of get lost. So my recommendation to this, (laughs) I talk about this shit all the time, is mind map it. 
Mind mapping is thinking of things from the beginning, the middle, and the end. Not worrying about that end result because when we worry only about that end result, we start fucking freaking out, right? So now the beginning and the middle and the end, that's a lot to think about and it may seem overwhelming because there may be a lot of steps to the project that you have or the task that you have to do. But the point of this is to break it down into smaller steps. Now, I personally like to mind map with little post-its, right? Actually, a billion post-its. And I actually put these post-its all over my floor. Like it looks like, um, what is it? Like a beautiful mind. Remember that movie? But I, so I have these post-its all over my floor. I used to do it on a whiteboard, but I realized like I really needed something really tangible that I can move around. So my house looks sometimes like a crazy house when I when I have a project or I have a thing that I have to tackle and I know it's a lot and it's unstructured. So these post-its help me kind of ma- mind map this in order for me to really like get things started, right? It's a roadmap basically. And then into like smaller steps so I can tackle it because when we make things like big things into these really small steps, we're giving ourselves little wins along the way, right? When you grab one little post-it that has a really tiny small step on it and you do it, boom, you feel happy because it's like a small win. So that's one way to tackle your procrastination when something's unstructured and you don't wanna deal with it. Now let's talk about when there's a lack of clarity or you're overthinking, right? With our overthinking, we talked about this before, we don't tend to look to solutions. We just look at the fucking problems. We come up with a list of like, oh God, I can't do this because there's like a billion fucking problems and it's all gonna get in the way and I can't fucking tackle this. We don't look enough for solving the thing, right? We don't do enough problem solving. So we spend more time in problem thinking and problem focusing rather than problem solving, right? So the shift that we need to make here is shift from problem thinking, right, to problem solving, right? And problem solving means let's think of the solution rather than think of all the things that can go wrong, rather than think of everything that's gonna make it not work out, right? Rather than thinking about all the bad things that come along with it and all the challenges that are gonna get in our way. None of that fucking helps (laughs) at all, right? Now, of course, you wanna think about things that might get in the way, obstacles, but don't get stuck or hung up on that. That overthinking fucks us up there. All right, if you think of an obstacle that's gonna get in the way, well, problem solve that fucking shit, right? And if you're not sure how to problem solve it, because that's what happens. We overthink, we come up with a billion reasons on why everything's challenging and everything's an obstacle, and then we get stuck, we freeze, and then we procrastinate. So how do you want to do that? How do you solve a problem that is really hard and you get stuck on? Learning. Learning is the solution to that. Gain knowledge. Call someone who knows, right? Get coached, maybe. Listen to a fucking podcast. Hell, even fucking watch TikToks on how to help you with this. Go to a workshop. I have this business buddy Shout out to Jocelyn and out there. Um, but I have this business buddy that, I mean, she's my friend, but you know, we're business buddies as well. Sometimes when I'm like really stuck on a business project and I'm not really sure where to go with it and I'm fucking overthinking and it's just out of control, I just talk to her and in just, I don't know, like a couple minutes, she eases my mind, we problem solve together, or at least she lights a spark in me for where I can find my next steps. A lot of the times, Jocelyn like sends me to a podcast and she's like, girl, this is a podcast that would help with this because I just heard this episode. So 
the antidote to like procrastinating because you're overthinking, you think things are too fucking hard, is to learn and gain knowledge in order to make it easier for you, right? Okay, so that's one way to tackle that. Shout out to Jocelyn because she's my girl because we help each other a lot with this type of shit. Anyways, next one. Let's say you're procrastinating because a thing is fucking boring, okay? Like my social media, like I was giving you that example. It's so fucking boring to me. So the antidote to this, the way to tackle this is to make it fun, okay? Make it fun. How do you fucking do the opposite of boring? Boring, fun, opposites, right? So there's a couple different ways to go about this. Um, One is to go into a different environment. Your environment really affects your vibe and your frequency, right? So just move to a different environment. That could actually help you like tackle the thing that you need to tackle, the project, whatever it is. Um, or I mean, surround yourself with a different vibe, right? Or even like change your vibe up yourself. So here's what I started doing. I hate social media, like creating posts and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And like, you know, doing reels and like, oh, just all of it. Right. I just hate it. It's boring for me. So I switched it up. I changed my vibe instead of working on my computer. That's like, you know, a standstill area of my house where I just stare at a screen and fucking create these fucking posts and blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh. I switched it up. I now put on music. I go to somewhere else in the house. I go outside. I fucking go to a place. I'll have my headphones in. I'm listening to fucking Bad Bunny, whatever it is. But I am changing my vibe up so then that way as I'm producing content as I'm producing these tips and these strategies for you guys I'm already high vibe I'm already feeling good and as I'm feeling good and I'm banging out these social posts I'm like damn ooh, that's a good strategy Ooh, let me add this like I'm hyping myself up for it because it's been boring for so fucking long right now I don't know if that's always gonna work but it's working right now and that's why I'm able to kind of tackle this social procrastination that I'm doing So that's a tip. If it's boring, make it fun. Next one, let's say you're procrastinating because something's difficult and hard. Here's my tip for this, which is going to sound a little counterintuitive to to a strategy that I've given before. If something is difficult and you don't want to tackle it because it's hard, start with the easy part, okay? Now, I typically recommend, because there's research behind this, I typically recommend when working on anything start with the hardest part first right because and there's research from this there's research that shows that to have a really productive day you start with the hardest thing first early in the morning get it out of the fucking way and then everything becomes easier right but in this case when you're working on you know your procrastination you want to do the opposite because when things are difficult you tend to feel overwhelmed right So again, it's really starting off with the small things and then gaining those small wins, feeling like you're tackling your list and then the harder things will, you know, kind of flow a little easier because you've tackled the things that, that, you know, were smoother, right? Now, here's where you want to be careful. You don't want to get in the mindset of, okay, I tackled all the easy things and now this hard thing is coming up, like it's getting a little harder, I'm gonna stop here. So keep your mind in check if you start doing that. Okay, next up, let's say that 
the thing that you need to do that you're not doing is not intrinsically rewarding, right? Or it's lacking, like it, you don't have any personal connection to it or any personal meaning to it. That could be like a work task where like your boss is just making you do something. You're like, oh, fuck this. I don't feel like doing it. Happens all the time, right? So a couple ways to tackle this. One is to make the process important, like make it meaningful, give it meaning, like, what is the importance of this, right? Find the meaning behind it. Let's say you have to make a spreadsheet. I personally like doing spreadsheets, but that's like my math background. But let's say you have to do a spreadsheet and you're like, oh my God, this is fucking stupid. My boss is making me do this. Like, try to think of how it would benefit or help or like just create meaning around it. And honestly, be fucking delusional because sometimes we get tasks that we have to do that that seem ridiculous and there's no fucking meaning behind it give it something be delusional make something up if you have to but try to find like the point to it and make a connection to it like that sometimes help it's a little harder to do but it sometimes helps mainly what helps with any form of procrastination is taking action right taking action is the key and you can do this. I mean, if you really need support in this, it's I'm going to encourage for you to go to an expert in that area or a coach, right? As coaches, I can tell you that we can help you find the source of your procrastination and we can help you build habits to overcome this, right? And we can even help you work on your accountability because sometimes as procrastinators, what we tend to do is we start off really well, but because it's an internal habit that we have, we fall off. So coaches really help you keep your accountability with that. So I want you to think about one thing that you have been procrastinating on, right? Hit me up in my DMs on any of the socials if you wanna chat about it some more or check out the link in my show notes. You can book a free discovery call and we can work on this together. But I just want to remind you that procrastination is the thief of time. We have a short amount of time on this fucking earth, right? Let's not waste it. Let's make the most use out of it. Let's get the things out of the fucking way so we can make space and so we can make room for the things that we love, for the things that give us joy and give us happiness, right? So let's do the damn thing. Well, that's a wrap from me. Thanks for joining me in this episode of Rethinking with Rosalba. If you learned anything from this episode, I'd love for you to share it with a buddy, a friend, like spread the love. And don't forget to follow my show so you never miss out on one of the latest episodes. All right, guys, catch you later.